So stay tuned. I feel, I see God's angels. I see. Yes, we got God's angels bringing us the word for Sunday worship. get prayed up and hear the word from my special feature preacher hear ye the word having been lit all by itself I say that because we, we have this expression that is sometimes quite uh, e elusive in its meaning. And the expression has to do with being a self-made man or a self-made woman. And as I follow various personalities, particularly those who have amassed great wealth, having start out, started out in abject poverty, often some writer will describe them as having been self-made men or self-made women. And while I understand and appreciate that description as it relates to being able to put two quarters together and make a dollar or put two dollars together and make a fortune, I hesitate to use that language because it, it really violates the sensibilities of my theology. For in the first instance, the psalmist said, it is God who made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture, which means that any language that would even suggest that I had the ability to create whatever I think I am or create whoever I seem to be, it seems to violate that basic premise that David wanted us to remember that God made us and we did not make ourselves. And then the book comes along and says that every good and perfect gift comes from God. And as much as you might take vocal lessons, your ability to sing, therefore, came from God. As articulate as you might be in speaking or lecturing or preaching, the ability came from God. As good looking as you might be, as fine 
as you might appear, as handsome as he might be, the characteristics of your body, the features of your flesh did not come from the beauty shop. It did not come from the shea butter on your face. It came from God. And so I hesitate to use language that might even imply that the outstanding characteristics and the superlative achievements that I possess came from anything or any place or anybody other than God. And that's why I like the way Jesus framed this, for Jesus said that somebody has to light the candle. Candles can't light themselves, but if you listen to some uh, creatures or some preachers or some actors or some athletes, you might get the impression that, that they are exactly what they ought to be having lit themselves. Let me take it to the point of describing credentials. You know, there are some people who give themselves titles. There are people who give themselves credentials. There are people who accredit themselves. And so they, they have these titles that they essentially made up for themselves. We, we have a little um, debate sometimes around our office because I interact with so many people who, who call themselves various things and they have these very deep titles and they have these very elaborate descriptions of themselves. And since many of the people that, that work on our team are young people, they're unfamiliar with various uh, ecclesiologies and they're, 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 they're confused by different uh, uh, church traditions. And I often have to sit down with them and explain to them the difference between what I call legitimate titles and illegitimate titles. And suffice it to say that what I'm really having to do is to help them distinguish between candles that are lit by somebody else and candles that think that they've been lit by God. The, the, the fact of the matter is that, that candles are really just images of Christians. And Jesus said that if you are going to be a Christian, a child of God, then you are like a candle which was lit by somebody else. And the somebody else that lights the believer is God. The church can't light you. The bishop can't light you. The city council can't light you. I don't care what, what earthly power we have. That's why whenever we perform a wedding ceremony, I always end that ceremony by declaring that, that, that by the powers invested in me by the church of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I can't marry you. Only God can marry folks. And so if I am to be a candle, and the candle is an image of the light that God calls from my life to shine, the first thing I have to recognize is that I didn't light myself. Amen. I didn't call myself to ministry. I didn't give myself the mind to master various subjects. Amen. I didn't call myself to this church. Amen. That there's a God somewhere that's in charge of bringing light to those who would dispel the darkness. Amen. And so he says here, Amen. if a man should light 
a candle. Come on, preach. As opposed to a candle lighting itself. And then he says that candle should not be hidden under a bushel. That candle should not be put in a place where its work can be hindered by some kind of blockage. That there is a strategy God has to lighting candles. And so if, if God has provided light, if God has positioned you on a job, if God has placed your family in a neighborhood, if God has given you access to a church, if God has put a church inside of a building, then what God had in mind was that the church, that the individual, that the family, not be a kind of undercover light that's hidden in a corner acting as if it's a shame to be a light. He said, no, you put a light on a stand and put it somewhere that it can be effective in the whole house. It's always confusing to me that we try to separate who we say we are on Sunday and who we become on Monday. It's always confusing to me how we have this split personality in the church. We have this kind of double exposure. We have this undercover nature. I spoke one year for Martin Luther King's birthday Come on. at the Central Intelligence Agency. Come on. Can you believe that? I couldn't believe it. I told them I couldn't believe I'm here. <laughs> All my life, I've been railing against the Central Intelligence Agency. They killed Patrice Lumumba. They destabilized countries around the world. I, I felt that they might have had something to do with the death of Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X. And here I am on stage at the Central Intelligence Agency. Woo! Much to my delight, three quarters of the, of, of the crowd well, black people, you should see all the black people that work at the CIA. Come on. Come on. And after my speech, they took me upstairs to meet one of the executives who had been in that audience. And as I was walking down a particular car to somebody grabbed me and said, hold it, don't go there. Mm. Come on. Because that particular corridor is restricted to people who have a certain level of clearance. Okay. And without that clearance, bells and whistles and lights and alarms would go off. And I said, well, Lord, I don't want those lights going off on me. I came into the CIA and I'd like to leave the CIA. And so I was very careful where I walked because I didn't have the authority. I didn't have the clearance. I didn't have permission to just go anywhere inside that building. But what Jesus says here is that there's no reason for Christians to seek clearance and to seek permission and to seek authority to go anywhere. How, how dare we as the people of God, the redeemed of God, the bearers of the truth, how, how dare we as the champions of justice 
hide ourselves in the corner and, and, and act like we need permission to go wherever it is God sends us. Because the only credential, the only permission that we are supposed to need is to verify the fact that we are light and we're called to challenge darkness. If we've never challenged darkness, then one might question whether or not we have ever in fact embraced being the light. You know, there's too much neutrality in the Christian church today. There are too many of us that turn our heads, that do as the priest and the Levite in the parable of the Good Samaritan. We see trouble and cross over to the other side of the Come street. On. And what makes it Damn so it. embarrassing Preach. is that we often find people from outside of the faith, people from outside of the church, people from outside of the kingdom who seem to care more about injustice, more about sickness, more about hunger, more about hurt, more than people right inside the church. Jesus said, don't hide in the corner. Speak up. Reach out. Do something that reflects the light of Jesus Christ. I'm just waiting to see how, how long it's going to take churches Come on. Preach. to get involved in responding to the needs of our young people. Oh yeah, come on. Young people that have been locked out of their schools because yeah. of pandemic. Come on. Young people who were struggling academically long before COVID-19. Young people who were reaching and wrestling with questions concerning their lives. I'm just waiting to see how long it's going to take for more churches to get involved in the lives of young people who are going to need us like they've never needed us before. I'm just waiting to see how long it's going to take black churches in America to care more about what's happening in Nigeria and more about what's happening in Western Africa. To care preach. more about what's happening in Southern Africa. Preach, preach. I'm just waiting to see when we're come going on. to rise above our hashtags. Oh, yes. Come on. And beyond our slogans. Oh, yes. And beyond our t-shirts. Come on, yes. And really give up something for the cause oh, yes. of serving our own people. I'm just oh, wondering, yes. how long will it take? Come on, come on. For our churches. Preach. To be the light in yes. neighborhoods that oh, are yes. sur surrounded and saturated oh, with yes. darkness. I I'm, just, I'm just waiting to see how long it's going to be for us to be candles with light shining oh, yes. as, as opposed to undercover agents afraid to say who we are. To say what we know and call out the name of Jesus. Jesus said, if you're a light, Jesus, 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 then Jesus. you are dysfunctional and irrelevant and oh, meaningless yeah. if you hide in the corner under a bush oh, yeah. so that the only person who can see your light is you. And then you shout all over the church on Sunday. Oh, yes. Jesus, Jesus. And you praise God 
all over the church when it oh, reopens. Yes. Come on, Jesus. And you're constantly asking the question, when can we come back Woo. to the sanctuary while God is saying you can be light right where you are? Right where you are. Amen, amen, amen. So Jesus said, amen. let your light shine before men, women, boys, and girls that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. He didn't say, let your light shout. He didn't say, let your light sing. He didn't say, let your light put on a robe. He said, let your light shine, which suggests that this candle image goes a step further because not only does the candle not light the candle, and not only is the candle put in a strategic position where it can be a blessing to the rest of the house. Yes, Lord. But, but there, is, there is some implicit meaning here where he says, let it shine. Let it the, shine. This oh, candle yeah. image suggests that a candle, unlike a match, oh, yeah. Come on. keeps on burning. Yes, Lord. You know, it's interesting that we sometimes can get so modern in our exegesis and in our hermeneutic it's interesting that we come sometimes are uh, attempting to be so relevant that we miss the substance of the original image. Come what on. I mean by that is that I've been guilty myself of taking this from 2,000 years ago up to and including now and using it as an analogy for the headlight on a car. Come on, preach. Suggesting that when Jesus said, you are the light of the world, that he was really talking about the headlight on a car. And while it might be meaningful and relevant and cute and slick, the reality is there were no cars then. And while it's relevant and, and while it's probably accurate in one sense in its application, there were no traffic lights 2,000 years ago. Oh, no. Come on. And one of the first principles of, of exegetical process is to discover what did the original hearers think? What did somebody hear when Jesus used this language 2,000 years ago? Because every now and then, if we go backwards and think like they thought, it might take us forward to think the way God wants us to think. Did y'all hear what I just said? Sometimes there's value in going backwards. And understanding what someone might have thought when they heard what Jesus said so that when we can digest what they thought, it can prepare us to what God wants us to think. Amen. So now he says, let your light shine. In other words, Mr. Candle, Madam Candle, Deacon Candle, Deaconess Candle, Reverend Dr. Candle. <coughs> Let your light shine. In other words, don't just shine on Usher's anniversary. Don't just shine on Women's Day. Don't just shine during three nights of revival service. Don't just shine when you get a good job or get a promotion or raise on your job. Don't just shine for occasions. Says here, keep on shining. Let your, let your light shine. Let your light keep shining. Let the shine in you be continuous. 
And that's why the candle, the candle really helps us. Because when you look at the candle, the candle is not just one proposition. The candle, the candle consists of three distinct parts. In the first instance, you have the body of the candle. You have the candle stand. That's what Jesus, Jesus had put the candle in a candlestick. But you can't put just the candle. You have to put all three parts. First, you have the body of the candle. And the body of the candle is, is made of wax. And then you have the wick of the candle, which is inside the wax. And then you have the fire that burns the wick that causes the wax to melt. Come on, and so when Jesus says you are a candle, you can't just show up in your uniform. You can't just show up with your degree. You can't just show up with a great idea. There are three parts of being a candle first. You've got to have a body. And the assumption is that, that all of your body, all of your being, all of, of, of the parts that make you, you, they are dedicated to being a candle. Yes, Lord. Yes. So my hands are a candle. Oh, yeah. And I've got to put my hands to a task that's worthy of illuminating Jesus. Oh, yeah. My feet are a candle. Come on. And so I've got to ask God, guide my steps. Come on. And order my steps oh, yeah. in your purpose, Lord. My mind is a candle. Oh, yeah. And I've got to let this mind be in me. Oh, yeah. That was also in Christ Jesus. Oh, yeah. My heart is in my body. My body's a candle and I've got to pray, Lord, create within me a clean heart so that I might not sin against thee. And so being a light is more than having a big mouth. But being a light means having a sanctified body. But then the wick is inside the candle. And if the, if the wax represents my body, Come on. then the wick represents my spirit. Oh, yeah. And I've got to have a spirit inside my body oh, yeah. that causes me to have something within oh, yeah. that the songwriter said can't be explained. Oh, yeah. Something within that holds the reins, something within that God puts in me. And unfortunately, we put so much emphasis on educating the mind that we fail to teach a generation that you've got to have more than a high IQ. You've got to do more than code on a computer. Amen. You've got to have something greater than a rich vocabulary. Amen. You've got to have something on the inside that causes you to have joy. Yes, Lord. Come on. When you otherwise would have sorrow. Amen. That holds you back. Oh, yes. When you want to cut somebody out. 
yeah. Oh. I got to have something. Amen. On the inside. Oh yeah. Come on. That I can't buy with a credit card. Oh yes. Amen. And I can't learn in a classroom. Amen. I've got to have a wick. Come on. On the inside. Oh yes. Amen. That hold my body. If I want to have a candle Amen. ministry, but then I still don't have a candle. Amen. Because Jesus said, yes, Lord. you are the light of the world. The light of the world. Come the on. wax does not produce Ooh, light. Yes, Lord. And the wick does not produce light. Ooh, yes, Lord. You got to Amen. have fire. Amen. That lights the wick. Oh, yes. That melts. The oh, yes. Come on. Amen. that Amen. makes it keep on burning. Hallelujah. Now, the Hallelujah. When the wick Ooh, begins to yes, burn, Lord. come on, and the wax begins to melt. Oh yes. Come technically, on. it's having a meltdown. Oh yes. Come on. In other words, it's really being destroyed. Oh yes. But come while on. the wick is burning on fire, come on. Amen. And the wax is melting down to the body. Come on, Lord, yes. While the candle Ooh, yes. is being destroyed. Amen. It is literally lighting up yes, Lord. Come on. the whole house. Oh, yes. Come it on. reminds me of what Paul meant. Amen. Paul said, when I am weak, Come on, Lord. that's when I am strong. Oh, yes, Lord. In other words, the spirit in me oh, yes. is the wick in the candle. Amen. And the melting Amen. might look Destructive. Come on. But the meltdown Amen. is what that keeps the fire burning. Oh, yes. In other words, it is the oppression. Oh, yes, Lord. It is the injustice. Amen. It is the unfairness. Oh, yes, Lord. It's the haters in my life. Amen. That keeps me burning. Oh, yes, Lord. And when I burn, Amen. I give God more praise. And when I burn, I shine a little brighter. And when I burn, I sing a little better. In other words, we would like for things to always go our way. I would like everybody to love me. Y'all would like the sun to shine every day. But here's what I've learned. I learned that if I didn't have haters, oh, yes, Lord. I wouldn't trust God as much. Oh, yes, Lord. And if Come I on. never felt bad, my faith wouldn't be as strong. Yes, Lord. In other words, if my wick Ooh, yes, was Lord. never burned, my light Ooh, would yes, never Lord. shine. Come on, Lord. I've got a meltdown Amen. so I can shine. Oh, yes, Lord. We, yes, Lord. In many ways, we are we are experiencing a meltdown. Oh, yes, we are. But when, when the wick melts, yep. I'm told it vaporizes a small amount of wax. Come on. And it's the vaporizing Come on. that comes from the meltdown yes, that makes the candle keep on shining. Come on. I know people want to get back in the sanctuary Amen. because it's dark. The news is dark. Oh, yeah. Come on. The government is dark. Come on, Come the on. corporations are dark. Oh, 
And we're just waiting for somebody to say, come on back into the house of the Lord. But Jesus said, I saved you. Oh, yeah. Come on. Because it's dark. Preach. Amen. And I've called you to shine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if you feel like you're having a meltdown, if you feel like you can't take anymore, if you feel like you're at your wit's end, if you feel like giving up, that's when the wick, the spirit in you, will give you the strength to keep on shining. Maybe that's why instinctively and intuitively knowing how important it was for us to have it together on the inside in light of what was happening on the outside. In our tradition, one of the first songs we've taught our children is this little light of mine. I'm going to let it let shine. Oh, yes, Lord. But without knowing it, oh, yes, Lord. they were declaring and decreeing yes, Lord. that whatever happens on the outside, oh, yes, Lord. I'm going to be empowered and infused by God the Holy Spirit oh, yes, Lord. to shine through the darkness oh, yes, Lord. Amen. and show people the light. If it's been dark in your life, oh, yes, Lord. Come on. don't wait for someone else to bring you some light. Oh, no. Come on, Lord. I want to invite you today Ooh, yes. Come on. to ask God to light you up. To light your wick. Hallelujah. Light me up, Lord. And let Come your on. wick connect with your wax. You stand in your position, whatever that position is. Yes, I don't Lord. care where you are. Oh, yes, Lord. And you show the love and the patience and the joy and the power yes, and the truth of Jesus Christ. Amen. And I promise you, no weapon that the darkness forms against you Amen. will be able to prosper. Oh, no. Come on. Because you are the light of the world. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord.